if there are any problems, you may bring them to me or to our fine adjutant here, Major Hulan. And talking to the Major is the same as talking to me since we are intimate with each other at all times. Sir, a man has a right to his own trousseau. Hey, Frank, lay off. He was 14 hours in OR. Tough Tilly. Guard needs to be changed, sir. Okay, change him and get him out of here. Radar, I'm a doctor. I've seen more behinds than you'll ever have. A couple of cutie pies, ain't you? Thank you. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I am your host, Kenny, and joining me today, as usual, are my good buddies, Al. Hi, everybody. Hi. Yeah, hi. How you doing? And Simon. A gentleman. Today, we're discussing Officer of the Day. It's episode three from season three. It's the 51st episode overall. It was directed by Hi Averbeck, written by Lawrence Marks. Production code is B307. The original air date, September 24th, 1974. Fingernail polish. Flame de amour, sir. And earrings? They match the rings, sir. I'm a symphony in coordination. High heels? You're a disgrace to American man and womanhood. So stop bucking for a discharge while I'm in command, Corporal Nutsy Fagan. You're not getting out of this man's army. Then at least give me a pass, sir. I'd like to spend a little time with people. Request denied. Please, sir, I'd like to be in Seoul for Mother's Day. No! Father's Day, I'll wear something tailored. I said no! Corporal, make a note. I want this... this creature's dresses, his entire wardrobe and all that stuff burned. Burned? Sir, a man has a right to his own trousseau. Shut up! Okay, plot summary for this episode. Hawkeye is named Officer of the Day, which means he has to tend to various matters throughout the camp, including the arrival of Lieutenant Colonel Sam Flagg who orders Pierce to patch up a wounded prisoner of war so he will survive to his execution. He also treats five local Koreans, all named Kim Luk, as well as conducting a camp search for Radar's missing Teddy. As of 1,600 hours, sir, all secure. Very good, Radar. Your report is concise, informative, and makes no sense whatsoever. Thank you, sir. Any orders, sir? Yes, take an order. All the troops can go home. I'm declaring peace and a general amnesty. Oh, come on, Hawk. You're free, too. I'll give you ten bucks and a new suit later. Oh, I'm going to need your signature on this. I'm not signing anything. You're not putting the war in my name. For all I know, Henry didn't keep up the payments. What's this job like? I'm a new man here. I, uh, I've been working down to sales. Well, you just have to be on duty in case stuff happens. Inspect the place, do a bed check. You probably want to handle that uh, personally. We had some great, and I do mean great, guest stars on this episode. We had the awesome and talented and great Edward Winters playing my all-time personal favorite and hero, Colonel Samuel Flagg. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And we have the return of Jamie Farr as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. 
And Jerry Fujikawa returns as Sang Yoon. Jerry appeared in seven episodes of MASH. And Tad Horino as first Korean Kim Luck. Tad has 52 titles to his resume. And one that stands out is playing Confucius in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Totally, nice. dude. Awesome. <laughs> and then we have Richard Lee Sung. He's the second Korean Kim Luck. Richard and his impressive teeth appeared in 11 episodes of MASH. His last credit was in Forbidden Warrior in 2005. Playing the character Teeth. He has some. He has some good. Yeah, he definitely has some teeth. Oh, they, yeah, they are. Really <laughs> uh, Jeff Maxwell returns as Igor Straminsky. And we had Dennis Troy as Carter. Only three titles to his resume, but he appeared in twenty episodes of Mash, including the finale, Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. And we have the return of Roy Goldman playing Roy Goldman. Yes, it's Roy playing Roy again. He <laughs> appeared in thirty-seven <laughs> episodes of Mash. And Mary Peters plays the nurse. And Roy actually went on to do a spin-off called Yes, My Name is Roy Goldman. Private <laughs> <laughs> Cutter and Willis reporting, sir. Guard needs to be changed, sir. Okay, change him and get him out of here. Uh, sir, they need to know the password. I would certainly think so. What was it yesterday? Betty Boop. I like it. A not pretentious little password, but it's got sex. Betty Boop. Might get off a winner. Orders for the guard, sir. Be brave, be loyal, be true. And keep your white flags handy, just in case. Dismissed. Good night, guard. Sleep well. All right, who wants to start us off with this one? Why don't we start off with Al? Yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yay! <laughs> flag returns. Woohoo! Yay! Flag! I love you, Flag. I've got the. I think I'm the only member of the I Love Flag fan club. <laughs> you are, yes. <laughs> well, to be completely honest, it was just really another so so episode for me. Um, I didn't. I didn't like it, but I didn't dislike it, if that makes any sense. It was kind of like bleh for mm -hmm, me, just mm -hmm. kind of there. Uh, some of the issues that I have, <laughs> and we may be talking about these in the uh, behind the scenes, but I'm going to do it now anyway. <laughs> okay, you never, ever, ever use live ammo in any military ceremony at all whatsoever. So the whole thing with the cannon firing uh, and, and the round hitting radar's bugle, not real. Wouldn't happen. <laughs> never. But it was funny. Fire ceremonial salute. It's sir, the angle. Fire the salute, private. Yes, sir. Ow! <laughs> uh, corporal. What the? Corporal, here, here. Corporal. What did he do? Corporal. Uh, corporal. Here, here. Corporal. Move the corum, please. <laughs> I'm all right. Let me down. I'm all right. I know, but what kind of velocity? Okay, what good is that cannon to begin with? If the uh, it was so freaking slow, the velocity is like one meter per thirty minutes. I mean, it's just well, what could it do? Uh, and 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 I have a question. Radar has a brother. He belonged to my brother. And he left it to you when he went off to war. No, he was four F. He's a box boy in a supermarket. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought Radar was an only child. Yeah, but look, yeah, but he's a farming 
community. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. See, it's not it's not the biological brother. <laughs> it's the this is my the brother uncle, Samuel. <laughs> this is my other brother Samuel, and this is my brother Ted. He's <laughs> <laughs> also yeah. my wife. And this my yeah, yeah. I didn't really care too much for this episode. Um, it's another one of those that if it's on, I'll watch it, but I'll do something else. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe play words with friends. I don't know. <laughs> How about you, Sammy? Well, I mean, uh, this episode actually has the Hawkeye line, which is uh, seen in all of the best of episodes of Mash, and all it's always quoted. And Kenny, I'm sure you're going to play it where he says, "I'll I'll carry a line, I'll carry a tune." I will not carry a gun, Frank. When I got into this war, I had a very clear understanding with the Pentagon. No guns. <laughs> I'll carry your books. I'll carry a torch. I'll carry a tune. I'll carry on, carry over, carry forward, carry Grant, cash and carry. Carry me back to old Virginia. I'll even Harry carry if you show me how, but I will not carry a gun. Um, Love that. Which I Love really that like. quote, yes. Uh, I, I, you know, Colonel Flag's here again. Yay. Um, and I, I put Colonel Flagg, he's the, um, any James Bond fans out there um, will know this, he's the Sheriff Pepper uh, from the Bond films. He just turns up and there he is, he's meant to be the comedy foil. And you just think, go away, you irritating cretin. There's no <laughs> point in you being here, you're just useless. Um, and here's the only downside in this episode for me, because I actually quite like it. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. the, the canon bit at the beginning is... is Spit stupid, but the fact that Radar is so angry and Gary Berger plays it so well, <laughs> man, he's, he's properly fuming. You know, you yeah. can see he wants to he wants to really get at him and have a go. You know, and I, I quite like that. I like the humour of that. Um, I like the fact that Klinger replacing the patients at the end, mm-hmm. and also that the payoff joke at the end with the stripes of Trapper's suit being the wrong way. Uh, I thought it was really nice. The fact that I would have had a whole suit done uh, specifically <laughs> for that one gag, you know. Um, yeah, no, actually, I, I find it a fun, yeah, okay. It's not great. It's not fantastic, uh, but it's certainly a lot better than the, the last episode we covered. Um, so yeah, you know, it's a it's a, probably about a six out of ten for me for this episode. Nice. Yeah, you actually. What's funny, uh, Med? You brought up all the points that I was going to mention. Uh, I wasn't so hot oh, with yeah. flag, but I enjoyed the episode. I love the fact that Klinger took. Uh, you know, took the place of the wounded soldier. Uh, mm. I love the pinstripe. That was, I laughed out loud. And that's, that's an image that I remember from all the mashes is, yeah. is, you know, Trapper in that pins, pinstripe going the opposite direction. It's just hilarious. And of course, it, you know, like you mentioned the famous quote, which is so good. Um, mm. It was just, it was a, it was a fun to see just kind of the day in the life type of episode, you know, nothing yeah. major happens. We just kind of follow Hawkeye around camp as he's doing his duties. Uh, all the various little... <laughs> <laughs> I said duties. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it's a fun episode. But it, like, a, you know, like Al mentioned, it's not one that I would watch over and over. But if it popped on, I would probably watch it just for those little scenes that mm. are, are gold. Sounds like somebody's pulled up to our gas pumps. Where the hell is everybody? Hit it again, Sergeant. Knock it off, will you? You'll wake up the war. Well, look who's here. Colonel Flagg, our friendly, undercover, over-anxious intelligence man. Do I know you? And don't try to deny it. Of course you know me. Olivia de Havilland. Perkins, Captain Perkins. Pierce. 
That's what I said, Captain Pierce. Right, Perkins. Four, maybe five months ago, here on an investigation, right? Right. We still have one of your hidden mics in our latrine. We thought we'd make an album for you. I got a wounded gook here. You got a wounded person here. Who wounded him? I did. Somehow that figured. He's in shock. You do nice work. Stretcher case on the double. He's a civilian. He's North Korean Army. Caught him near an ammo dump, taking him to Seoul. He's still breathing, you are. We stopped on the road and he ran. I put a couple into him. Of course you did. How could you resist? Patch him up fast, Doc. Prep him for surgery. Start him on plasma stat. All right, let's do some behind the scenes. I'll start us off. McLean Stevens does not appear in this episode. It's very noticeable that he's not in this episode. Yeah, yeah, you know? he is. When Vidar tucks his teddy bear into bed at around 17 minutes, he's shirtless. And during the close-up, shirt sleeves are clearly visible. But then when you pull out, you pull out to a shirtless Vidar. Hmm. Continuity. Well, while Hawkeye is sitting on the cot in the uh, colonel's office, Radar is getting undressed in his adjoining office. Now, Radar mentions that his brother is 4F working as a box boy back home. Though, as I mentioned earlier, Radar is an only child. Yeah, I think that's just sloppy writing. Yeah. It could have been a nephew or a cousin or, you know, anything else. Unless they had planned to make Radar... You know, have another child, or have a brother in the future. But I think they've mentioned prior seasons that he was yeah. only an only yeah, child. Sure. So, yeah, they did. Yeah. You know, this is the first of ten appearances by Richard Lee Sung in various roles. The last appearance is in episode two forty. Hawkeye points to his OD armband and says to Colonel Flagg, "Don't you know me, Olivia De Havilland? Olivia De Havilland is the actress who played Melanie in 1939's Gone with the Wind." Uh, another example of them just pulling it in jokes, which mm-hmm. yeah. is all very well and good, but if you don't, you know. Well, Frankly, I mean, but dear, I, I mean, I back in I mean, Gone with the Wind was huge here in the U.S. So I even know. I mean, I know who the actress is. So yeah, yeah. But you're right. For the foreign or for Europe, they're not really going to be as big. No. Well, you know, Mash was a U.S. show. <laughs> yes, that's very true. But they, you know, you want to appeal to a broad audience. Well, why would just women have anything to do with it? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you oh, kind of wow. want to appeal to the men, that, too. That took me a minute, Al. That was really well done. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think back. What did I say? <laughs> I don't like people kibitzing when I operate. I didn't ask you. That's why I'm answering. Just do your job. I'll do mine, mister. You're not going to get anywhere being a softie. What's he gowning up for? Says he has to watch. We'll let you know if we find any microfilm in the kid's bladder. I'm only going to say this once. That's my prisoner in there. Where he goes, I go. You read me? Like a cheap novel. Just stitch him up. I want him put together and put together fast. Your concern is touching. I have to get to Seoul so we can execute him over the weekend. Save the kid's life so you can take it away from him? You got it. Nice. Beautiful. War. Stinks. All right, trivia time. So let's go ahead. This is the scenario. While the USO show was going on, Henry was miserable because he couldn't be with his wife who was giving birth to their baby. Question for our listeners. How much did his son weigh and how long? 
in inches, was he? You can go ahead and send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Captain Pierce, Major Burns, acting commander, and I, his adjutant, have been informed that you and Captain McIntyre refuse to release Colonel Flagg's prisoner. Meanwhile, Aunt Martha, having taken a tramp in the woods, is lying in a ditch at the edge of town. Dozen medical units I have to pull into a funny farm. The kid's too sick to travel. He could die between here and Seoul. I'll take that chance. Oh, he'll take that chance. Nice. Colonel Flagg's prisoner is a spy. You have no right to interfere. While we're on spies, ask the Major about the secret pocket in her garter belt. If I didn't hate violence, I'd kick you. Would you? With high heels? Get off the pot, Major. Lean on them. <clears throat> yes. Right. <clears throat> All right. Now, hear this. I order you to sign. Sorry, we can't take any new orders till after Christmas. You can't disobey him. He's a major. Oh, uh, just a minute, just a minute. He's only got two clusters. Between us two captains, we've got eight bars. We outrank you by half a chorus. Major Burns, I just thought of something. Besides being acting commander, you are also a doctor. Hey, that's right. Frank's a doctor. How about that, Hawk? Your secret is safe with us, you son of a gun. Certainly your patients will never know. You can release the prisoner. I can? Oh, I can. Except that I can't. Now, this requires two doctor's signatures. Oh, well, oh. forget it. I'm not going to... No, no, no. Right! I have had it with you fruitcakes. Now, that's my boy in that hospital. I caught him, and he's mine. I'm taking him to soap. Okay, you got your body flank. It's your war, not mine. All right, you can find MASH 4077 Podcast all over the Internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, and we're at MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow the hosts at Twitter. I am at Geeky Fanboy. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mets. And I am at Tales Podcast. And our website is www.mash4077podcast.com. We also have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And uh, our email address for all our correspondence, including the trivia questions, is mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And our terrific MASH online store can be found at www.zazzle.com forward slash MASH 4077 podcast. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this episode. I think uh, overall, we just thought it was a so-so episode. Some may have liked us. Mixed uh, mixed reaction episode. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. All right, cool. Well, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Buzz Lightyear. And we'll be seeing you. The North Korean prisoner suspected of espionage recovering satisfactorily. Will be turned over to military intelligence as soon as somebody can be found with military intelligence. Paragraph. Examined, diagnosed, and treated a total of five Kim Lucks. A new Kim Luck record I hope will stand for a long time. Paragraph. Property of Corporal O'Reilly returned. Father and teddy bear doing nicely. Oh, I guess that's about it, Raider. Hey, you guys want to see the pinstripe suit of all time? Yeah. <laughs>
He's a great tailor, but with a lousy sense of direction. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. So Ghost infected Frank. He passed it on to the other guys and I got it from his corpse. Right. Hello, Echo. How are you feeling? Did I fall asleep? For a little while. Previously on Heroes. You had to go and be the detective, didn't you, Matt? I'm not an aggressive person, but... Ugh, man, there's just way too much on all these channels. But only in-game. Everybody lives, Rose. Just this one! In your dreams, Nutloaf! Bite my shiny metal hat. Sometimes I get... I get visions. Walter, what are you doing? What you learn? I wish there was some way to find out what's really worth watching. There is. What? Who? What was that? Tuning into Sci-Fi TV is the viewer's guide to genre television. Where is that coming from? 
With its spoiler-free quick reviews and water cooler and the spoiler-filled in-depth back porch discussions, Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV is the only resource fans need to know what's on, what's good, and what's coming soon in science fiction and fantasy television. How did you get into my house? Join Kevin, Wendy, and Brent each week for the latest in genre television. I'm calling the police. Uh, you can find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com. No, seriously. How did you get into my house? MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Uh, Richard and his... All right, let's move on to some behind the scenes. I will kick us off with... Uh, we might fight off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, right. Oh, God, this is... And then they pull out to it, yeah. Hawkeye points to his OD armband and says to Colonel Flagg, Don't you know me? Olivia Del... De Havilland. De Havilland. De Havilland, okay. 